Following their loss on Tuesday night, the Cardinals unloaded on the Diamondbacks today. I've got one thing in particular that I didn't like that happened in the loss. Tommy Edmond goes bonkers in today's game. Plus, reinforcements for the rotation are getting closer. We've got an update on Adam Wainwright on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio, and you can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, and we're on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment so you can interact with us. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode being brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So we've got two games to talk about today. And per usual, if you have a choice between Good news or bad news? Uh, most people will say, just give me the bad news first. So let's start with Thursday shenanigans at Bush Stadium. We're not going to go too in-depth on Thursday since it was a game of go, but there's some things I want to bring up here. Uh, the team comes out and they do two things great early on, and, and then there's one like head-scratching move, at least for me, that I want to bring up and, uh, and and get your opinion on that happened in the ninth inning. Now, let's start with that good stuff. Number one, Jordan Montgomery holds the Diamondbacks scoreless after the first inning. Hip, hip, hooray, right? And we've exhausted the talk about letting the other team score first and how it puts you in a, in a bad spot right out of the gate. And the Diamondbacks were set up to score there in the first inning. You get that leadoff triple, and uh, I know you're thinking the same thing I was. Here we go again. They're going to go down one to nothing. But Monty pulls off the magic trick, gets the uh, two ground outs on the infield, and then gets out of it. Uh, momentum boost there for sure. Number two good thing that they do the Cardinals actually get on the board first. So after getting away from the, uh, the the leadoff triple and having that score in the first inning, after escaping that, they end up getting a solo home run from Paul Goldschmidt in the first inning and actually take a lead after the first. Then in the second inning, you got bases loaded, one out. Tommy Edmond pops out. And here we go again, right? Crappy production with the bases loaded. Everybody's upset. Then you get the goofy play with... Lars Newbar hitting the ball in the hole for the shortstop. Uh, Nick Ahmed, who we're going to talk about again here in just a moment, goes into the hole, makes a nice play, throws it to second base for the force out. But Motter beats the throw by not sliding into second base. He runs through the bag, initially is called out, but on replay they say, wait a minute, he's safe, and he gets to keep second base, even though he got tagged out after the fact because the initial call was wrong. So he gets to stay on second base, and the second run crosses the plate. And apparently that's a play that the Cardinals have worked on. Uh, I believe it was Nolan Gorman that pulled off that same maneuver last year, and it worked. It's still weird to me that they're not sliding into second base on that play, but it worked. And it's two to nothing, so I'm not going to complain. It's just weird to me. But things seem to be rolling, going very well for the Cardinals. D-backs cut the lead in half to two to one in the third inning, and then in the fourth inning, all hell breaks loose. The wheels fall off on Jordan Montgomery, who allows a single, a double, a single, 
Then we get that stupid, unsuccessful rundown attempt where the Cardinals miss the tag. And that's like, these are the things that happen to teams who are losing and are playing bad baseball. Stuff like that happens. And guess what? It leads to more problems. And then bases loaded. Nick Ahmed comes up and here's the, 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 just the dumbest play ever. Hits a pitch off the bounce. The ball bounces in front of the plate. And he hits it off the bounce and bloops it in the left field for a two-run double. That is how April has gone for the St. Louis Cardinals. Right there. Look at that. Just look at that play right there. And that is what April has been for the St. Louis Cardinals. The guy chased a pitch out of the zone, was going to strike out on it, hits it off the bounce like a cricket player, and it lands in a perfect spot in left field where nobody's at, scores two runs. Ridiculous. And then when something stupid like that happens, something else bad is bound to happen, and that's what happens next. Uh, Gabriel Moreno rips a three-run shot. He's the next hitter for the Diamondbacks. And that blows things wide open. The Cardinals fight their way back to make a game out of it. Wilson Contreras has an outstanding game. Boy, is he looking good now, isn't he? He goes yard twice in this one. Looks much more like the slugger that they thought they signed in the offseason. The guy that looked good in spring training and then just hit a cold spot here early on in the season. Uh, but one thing happened in the ninth inning, and I, I tweeted about it at the time. After scoring three runs in the ninth inning off of the left-handed throwing Diamondbacks closer Andrew Chafin. Ali decides to pinch hit for Nolan Gorman to, and I understood it, to break up the left-handed pitcher on a left-handed hitting scenario. Gorman doesn't hit left-handers all that well in his career. Okay, I get it. And normally that makes sense to me. You've got Nolan Arenado, one of the best hitters in all of baseball, on the bench. He's ready to go. Righty-lefty matchup is what you're trying to get to. But in this spot, in this particular spot, Andrew Chafin is on the ropes. He looks terrible. The Cardinals are hitting him all over the place. Gorman's been a different hitter this year. Look at the numbers. And you know, you know that the Diamondbacks have a righty warming up in the bullpen. And that as soon as you say, Nolan Arnato is going to be the pinch hitter, Arizona manager, Tori Lovello, is going to go to that right-hander in the bullpen. So immediately you lose your lefty-righty matchup that you were trying to get. You burn Nolan Gorman. And at the same time, you're forcing Arizona to remove a pitcher who's getting shelled and just put in a fresh pitcher. Now, again, Tori Lovello could have done that anyway. But the odds are he was not going to bring in a righty to face the lefty Gorman, who has been ripping right-handers. So he would have left Chafin in that game, probably. And I think that's a spot where you let Nolan Gorman see what he can do. Again, maybe I'm wrong. And I, it, I understand the logic of it all. But just in that situation, when it happened, I was like, do we really want to be pinch hitting Nolan Gorman right now? I mean, kind of your best hitter on the team. Numbers-wise, again, I know he struggles against lefties, but give him a chance. Been pretty clutch this year, you know? Um, and the also, the other side of it, too, is that if, say, Gorman comes through, you have Nolan Arenado available to pinch hit for Dylan Carlson later on, who does not hit righties very well. 
But that's not what happened. Um, and I get, too, that if you wait, Arenado may not even get a chance to hit in the game, and you don't want to not give him a chance to win it. There's a lot of variables in this one. It's just at the time, I kind of wanted to see if Nolan Gorman could pull it off. Uh, doesn't matter, though. <laughs> Arenado flies out after he pinched hit. O'Neal then walks, and then Carlson grounds out. Game, set, match. Cardinals lose it 8-7. to Monty has his first bad outing of the season. Every once in a while, you're going to get your stuff kicked in. Okay? It happens. Four innings, seven runs, ten hits, just two strikeouts. You wanted better. You didn't get it. Some positives in this one. Hicks did come into the game, look much better. One inning, one hit, strikes out three. Uh, they had Newt leading off, clearly, per my suggestion. <laughs> that was the joke on Twitter. Is that, well, they must be listening to the podcast because they've moved Gorman up. They got Newt Barr batting lead off, and he did his job. He did great. One for three, runs scored in RBI, two more walks. That's what you want out of your leadoff hitter. I would like to see more of that at the leadoff spot moving forward, please, if you are listening. Uh, but today was much better for the Cardinals because they got the victory. Uh, they had a massive day offensively. I'm going to break it down for you guys next here on Locked on Cardinals. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right. And it fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or you get your money back. It's a guarantee. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Cardinals will get the day off on Thursday, but will be playing at Seattle on Friday. Lefty Steven Matz will be looking for his first win of the season against the 8-10 Mariners. You can catch every pitch of the Cardinals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Hey, everydayers, on tomorrow's show, we're going to have a breakdown of how the Cardinals stats and numbers compare to the other teams around the league after the first 18 games of the season. I have a feeling Nolan Gorman is going to be pretty high on those lists, and uh, he did something today that, that helped that cause. So we're going to get to that here in just a second. First, let's break down today's game. Madison Bumgarner on the mound for Arizona against Jake Woodford for the Cardinals, and I said coming into the series, that this was the day that the Cardinals were likely going to win because Mad Bum is an absolute shell of his former self. The guy used to be money in San Francisco, one of the great left-handed playoff pitchers of all time, and he's just not that anymore. He's just not. Had a 7.90 ERA, and righties were hitting 319 off of him coming into the game. So, Ali decided, yeah, let's put a ton of right-handers against him in the lineup today and they absolutely feasted on his carcass in this one. Tommy Edmond went straight bananas today, going three for five with a double, a triple, and a home run. Does not get the single for the cycle, but he drives in five runs from the leadoff spot. Tommy Edmond got it done today in a number of ways. Uh, the Cardinals score three in the first. Once again, lead after the first inning. Again, golf clap for that because that's something we've had problems with, so mission accomplished there. Had a sweet double steal with Arenado and Carlson in that first inning. The forced a bad throw, pushes another run across. 
that's that's the fun baseball that I like to watch. And it was kind of cool because they kept panning to uh, former Cardinals manager Whitey Herzog in the crowd today. He was at the game. And if you remember what Whitey Ball was all about, it was all about moving the runners over, speed, defense, and pitching. Had nothing to do with power. And it was fun baseball to watch. And I think a lot of Cardinals fans miss that. Um, I want to see this kind of baseball more from that. Uh, the Cardinals so far this year have been a very station-to-station team. And it's, Ali has said in interviews after games and stuff, well, we're losing most of the time. So I'm not trying to be overly aggressive, get guys thrown out, stealing bases and stuff. But at the same time, I'd like to see them be more aggressive at times. That's just me. Uh, Jake Woodford, unfortunately, could not hold the lead. It was 3 to nothing after the first inning. He coughs it up in the third. But the offense, they never took their foot off the pedal. You know, they, they didn't slump and go, oh, good. No, they, they, they kept the pedal down after the D-backs tied it up. The uh, Cardinals erupt for four more runs on an RBI single by Jordan Walker, who looked great today after a day off. And then the Tommy Edmond two-out, three-run blast, which saved Taylor Motter and Andrew Kisner's bacon because both of them failed to get the ball out of the infield when it was first and third and nobody out. Score was four to three. You're like, all right, we can blow this thing open. And then both of them. Sucked. Modder strikes out. Kisner, uh, he popped up weekly again. And everybody's like, gosh, man, what are we doing? But then Tommy Edmond. Edmond comes through, picks his uh, fellow teammates up, hits the three-run bomb, and uh, things are rolling again. The Cardinals get three more in the fifth inning, thanks to a two-out, two-run triple by guess who? Tommy Edmond drove one to uh, right center field. And then an RBI infield single by Dylan Carlson made it 9-4. to And then in the sixth inning, after three straight walks, two Cardinals hitters, Nolan Gorman comes up after pinch hitting earlier in the game for Motter and hits a grand slam to right field to put the game out of reach. Gorman's shot leaves the bat at 109.4, travels 417 feet. Nolan Gorman is now batting 316, five home runs, 18 RBIs. Again, he's only got six runs scored, and five of them are because he hit home runs. It's still such a weird stat to me. Um... I just think that the time for pinch hitting for Nolan Gorman is almost over. Even if it is against a, a left-hander, he's only got four at-bats against lefties so far this season. And yeah, he's 0 for 4. But that's a very small sample size. And we don't know if he can hit left-handers yet this year with this new approach that has made him such a more successful batter uh, overall this season. Obviously, it's working against righties. And maybe he can't hit lefties. But I, I would like to find out. He's only got four bats against them so far this year. So let's give him a chance. Give him a chance. And if he sucks, then go back. <laughs> okay? I get it. If he goes like 0 for 15 and he strikes out a bunch of time, all right, you proved me wrong. But until he does that, let's give the guy a chance. Uh, other notable stats today, Dylan Carlson, two for five, two RBIs. Contreras, two for three with an RBI. And a pretty sweet argument with Madison Bumgarner at one point in this one when he clapped back at the big lefty during an at-bat. I don't know if Bumgarner said something to him after Contreras fouled the ball off. Contreras, you know, he he is not shy about talking back to anybody else on the other team. Not at all. Very much like Yadier Molina wasn't afraid to do it either. And as soon as he said something, the mad bum, then the catcher, Herrera, for the Diamondbacks kind of got in Contreras' face. He hasn't explained to him why he's yelling at Bumgarner. But it's one of those moments where it's like, yeah, show off that fire. I like it. Uh, Jordan Walker, as I mentioned, two for four, three runs scored today. You got to love that for Jordan, who uh, has enjoyed a couple of days off after being in a little bit of a slump. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, one for four, but two runs scored today. Even Kisner got a hit today. 
The Cardinals went seven for 15 with runners in scoring position. They walked nine times. This is more like the offense that we thought we were going to see. Again, we knew the starting pitching wasn't going to be great. And again, today, it wasn't all that special out of Jake Woodford. It really wasn't. But the offense bailed out the starting pitching, which is how this team is built. They're supposed to score five, six, seven runs a game. That's what they're supposed to be doing. And it just hasn't happened so far this year, even when they get good starts from the starting pitchers, which has been few and far in between. Um, and you're not going to drop 14 runs on a team very often. But I like how they were taking walks today. Again, uh, what did I say? Nine walks. That's awesome. That's making these guys work. And I want them to do it more. They're flailing. They're chasing at different at-bats because they're trying to do too much because they're all frustrated with the way the season has started. So I totally understand why it is the way it is. But seeing them be patient and take the walks like this, it's as good as a hit, guys. So just these guys, these pitchers are afraid of you as hitters because the Cardinals got a scary lineup. They're just not acting like a scary lineup so far this year. But today they work. Nine walks, you got the power. You got the home run from Edmund. You got the home run from Gorman. Um, the stolen bases. Jordan Walker also stole a base in this one to go along with that double steal earlier, creating chaos, creating pressure on the other team. That's good baseball. And that's how we want to see this team play. That's fun baseball. And in a season where the team has not had a lot of fun early on, it was really nice to watch a game today where they were able to enjoy their time on the field and bust out at the expense of Arizona. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Give me more of that. Uh, Adam Wainwright through today for Springfield. I got an update on how his day went next on Locked on Cardinals. If you love baseball and you love video games, then you got to check out Pro Baseball GM. It combines your dream of being a major league GM and the fun and enjoyment of a video game all together in a realistic type of baseball game. At one point or another, you probably thought you could do the job of John Mosellock. Here's your chance to be in charge of managing every strategic aspect of your team as you play through a season, hiring the right coaches and staff, managing the finances, scouting and drafting players, dealing with their personalities, navigating through free agency, the ups and downs of seasons, the slumps, the, 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 the streaks, all of it together in this challenging, realistic game world. And it's completely free. You can play it offline, which is fantastic. You don't need Wi-Fi. Play where you want, when you want. Airplanes, cars, if you're on a train for some reason, a subway, all of that. The Metrolink, all of these. You can still play it on there. Locked on Cardinals listeners, you're getting a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo Locked on. A reminder, you got to put that in all caps, by the way. Uh, that's in the game store, so make sure to check it out. Download the game. Just visit ProBaseballGM.com. You can scan the code or look it up on the app stores. Uh, that's ProBaseballGM.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. The Cardinals will get a day off on Thursday, but will play at T-Mobile Park in Seattle on Friday. Lefty Steven Matz looking for his first win of the season against George Kirby of the Mariners, who is 1-1 one one this year. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Adam Wainwright had his first rehab assignment with AA Springfield today, and it wasn't a great outing, but it wasn't, like, trash either wayno goes uh hold on i gotta put this picture of him smirking again after yeah after getting the foul ball the other night just a funny picture uh wainwright throws 59 pitches 40 of them for strikes he goes three innings allows four hits two earned runs three punchies and zero walks he allowed a two-run home run in the second inning 
His highest velo today was only 87. And remember the spring, people were freaking out about his low velocity. So that's something to keep an eye on. But if you know pitching, you know if you can locate and change speeds. You don't need to throw 95 plus to get people out. You really don't. And we don't know if that was part of his plan going into today's game where he's like, well, I'm not going to just go full blown out, like throw it as hard as I can. I'm just going to, I'm just going to work on mixing up pitches and, and throwing strikes because he didn't walk anybody. So maybe that was the plan. Uh, he'll have another outing with Springfield in five days where he's expected to throw 75 pitches and then he'll be reevaluated from there. Adding him to this rotation and having Woodford back in the bullpen would help alleviate some of the stress that has been on this pin so far this season if Wayno comes back and is the normal pitcher that we've seen over the years, uh, even last year, I mean, the guy was throwing six and seven innings consistently until the end of the year when he was having all sorts of troubles. But um, he's he's going to be a shot in the arm. And when he's out there on the mound, people are going to respond to him. The fans are going to respond to him. So um, it'll be nice to see Wayno back and then things can shuffle and kind of go back to the way they were supposed to be because this hasn't been – the normal rotation and bullpen that we thought we were going to have when the season started due to this particular injury. Cardinals, again, um, have the day off as well tomorrow, so that's uh, obviously going to help the bullpen relax a little bit and everybody gets an extra day of rest on their arms. So um, it'll be good to get Wayno back at some point here in the very near future, hopefully, hopefully. So we'll find out, again, his uh, next rehab assignment start will be in five days. Uh, for Springfield. Thanks again for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow on the show, we're going to double, actually not double dip tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're actually going to be talking about the uh, upcoming series uh, against the Mariners a little bit. And uh, we're going to run down, uh, you know, stats on how these hitters, the, the Cardinals hitters have been compared to what's going on around the rest of the league. How our pitching, bullpen and starters are looking compared to what's going on around the rest of the league. The Cardinals aren't the only team that had high aspirations that's struggling so far this season. Like the Mariners aren't doing anything special so far this season. Um, Phillies, Phillies have been struggling. Houston, the world champion Astros have had a tough go. So they're not the only ones. So uh, we'll see how they compare to everything else going on around the league. Once again, they get the day off on Thursday. And they could use it after playing the last 13 days in a row. They'll be in Seattle on Friday against the Mariners, who are 8-10 and 10 this year, as I mentioned. Catch every pitch of the Cardinals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason. And I will see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.